Welcome to the North South Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, before we begin, um, also sorry, if a little somber right now, um, you'll, I'm sure you already know why, uh, I'd, I'd like to uh, pass it off to my good friend, my co-host, uh, Mr. Steven Zanelli, uh, who has prepared a statement for tonight. He asked if he could uh, lead this week's episode, so uh, without further ado, Mr. Steven Zanelli. Thank you, Ryan Jacobs. Uh, it's always a pleasure being here with you and Declan DeShorts. Uh, we hope you guys had a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. While we appreciate our mothers for everything they do, the Mother's Day massacre has also occurred. Yesterday, we are recording on Monday, where the Philadelphia 76ers have once again lost a Game 7. Up 3-2 in the series, Game 6 was theirs for the taking, while when Jason Tatum had one of the worst games of his career and the entire Boston offense was non-existent and the Sixers just fell, fell flat and choked a should-have-win game at home. Game 7 was inexcusable with a final score of 112-88 to and a halftime score of 55-52. to 52. I'm sorry? I said and it wasn't even that close. It wasn't no, even. No, oh, it, it, it gets bad. The second half was just an utter disaster where the Sixers were outscored over 30 to 10 in the third. And Jason Tate, you know, also broke the record for most points in a game seven with 51 and not a single Sixer scoring at, at least 20. The high score was Tobias Harris with 19. Utterly pathetic. I'm just asking as a Philadelphia fan, especially the Sixers, where was Joel Embiid and James Harden, you're supposed to be superstars while they moved all game and didn't even seem that they wanted to even play. I'm sick and tired of excuses from this organization. The process was a proven failure. I've given myself hope the last few years, hoping that new talent and improving skill from your best players, and it's just always ending in the same result. Something's got to change. I think I can speak that for everyone that is a Sixers fan. I'm pretty sure Jacobs and Declan, I, I think you guys feel the exact same. What are you guys' thoughts right now? Declan, go ahead. You know, it's just it's it's a lot of overwhelming emotion. I, I said the last time we talked about it, if you lose this game, it, it's a failure. And what have you done for the past seven years was be flat out. Good enough. 
you you can't each year it was an excuse. Uh, ben Simmons got to give it, got to give him another year to develop. Oh, the bench ain't that good. Uh, uh, you know, Kawhi, Kawhi got lucky. Kawhi hit a lucky shot. Ben Simmons, we're gonna get another year other Ben, and you know we're gonna we're gonna move on further. Oh, here comes Joel Embiid, thirty points, thirty points a game for three straight seasons. You know, becoming a one seed, uh, and and every year showing promise more and more and more. And you fa- it, it, you fail every year. I it's just like you look at it and it's not even from the the second round exit standpoint is if you look back and you look at all the mistakes they made Nerlens Noel, Jalil Okafor, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, getting rid, rid of Jimmy, uh, giving Al Horford that money, br- bringing Josh Richardson in, uh, you know, maybe even hiring Doc was a complete mistake. It's just each year we got hope it was a better quote unquote better basketball team every year. And you know, one year was gonna do it. And this this was their time. Last year was their time until this year, you know, they, they ended up catching fire. They became a better team. I think PJ Tucker did a lot for that team. Now is the time you make something happen. And once again, for the past six, seven years, second round exit. You just aren't good enough. Something needs to change. I don't know, it has to change. I don't know whether you tear it all apart, you trade away everything. You, you know, you just keep Joel and Maxi. You just keep Joel. You just keep Maxi. I don't know, but something needs to change. And I was done with the Sixers last year, and they reeled me back in again for another second round disappointment. Yeah, that's that's how it is. Uh, you know, I'll give the Flyers credit. Like they 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 just stink. But you know what? Every once in a while, they sprinkle in a conference finals appearance or two, or they, you know, they went to the to, to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost in six to the Blackhawks. You know, I know that's been over ten years ago, but the last time the Seventy Sixers got past the second round, Declan wasn't alive to put it in perspective. Uh, I was a kindergartner going in summer, going in before first grade. Zanelli uh, wasn't even in school yet. I was probably that's in preschool. How, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, K through twelve. That's how long it's been since the Sixers, for as relevant as they are in the media and in the NBA. When I say relevant. I mean, an actual competitive franchise. And for some people, making the playoffs, that's awesome. That's a goal. Good job. The first year they did it, when they lost to Boston, you know, that first year after, you know, you have Ben and Joel Covington and, you know, when they bring in Bellinelli and that team, how excited. And I remember how exciting that team was. You know, That they team was there. awesome. But they were flawed and they were very young. Yeah, it, it gave and, it gave the city hope. You improved forty you know wins what? in yeah. two seasons, and, and you lost to Boston in that first round. But it didn't feel like second the round. Sixers were the better team. You know what I mean? In the second round, yeah, the first time I meant to say, yeah, it it didn't feel like the Sixers were the better team. It still hurt because it was the Celtics, and the Sixers had leads in a couple games they blew, and little did we know that's just foreshadowing for these last, you know, seven years or so. The year after that, because that was 2019, 
Then it was the bubble. They lose to Boston in the first round. Um, Joel's injured. It's just Ben. So that's the excuse. The first year, it's the team's not deep enough. The second year, oh, well, it's the bubble, and Joel was hurt. And then I, I have it backwards. I'm sorry. Jimmy was that first that that year after that the Kawhi shot. Um, that's when that happened. I believe I have that right now. It was Boston, yeah. and then it was Toronto, and then it was the bubble. It was, oh, well, Joel's hurt. That's where they got swept. That's where the Boston just they, they were. They didn't have a great team though. Like 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 Declan said, Josh Richardson, Horford. The, the team just never. It was it, Brett Brown's – it was over at that point yeah, with him. That's they fine. Click. They ran its course. They ran its course. So that's three years. So they bring in Doc, get the one seed. I think we can all agree the team kind of – not that they weren't a very good team, but it did feel a little bit like they overachieved in the regular season. You know, you get that first-year head coach – you know, Joel went crazy. Ben kind of led for a little while when Joel wasn't in there. Tyrese was a rookie. You know, Danny Green injected some life into the team. You know, there were some some pieces like that. Tobias looked good at times. And Plus Curry. Curry was great. Awesome. Uh, and, and then they lose to Atlanta. Obviously, you know, they blew two straight games of – I believe both games are up by 20 or more. The one was like 26 or 24 it, with like two minutes left in the third. Uh, the other one was, I think, 18 or 20 either way. Back-to-back games. They're down 3-2 in the series. They win a game six in Atlanta. All the momentum going back to Philly. They're up late. And they can't put them away. Ben doesn't dunk the ball. And this, the Hawks steal game seven. So that's four years now, but it's like, you know what? At least Doc's here now. Another year with this team, it'll be great. And then the Ben Simmons fiasco happens. And then Joel last year and Tyrese Maxey kind of came into his own. And last year, the excuse, you know, when then they finally, they lose to Miami. But Joel was hurt. If you haven't realized, I've said that a few times now. Um, it's not a coincidence anymore. And they win the first round. They, they lose in the second round of Miami. They get absolutely embarrassed in a game six at home. Sound familiar? And, but it's, you know what? Ben was gone. The team was in flux. They were only there for maybe half a year at most. It'll be better next year. And this year, they started off a little slow. They had a couple injuries here and there. They really, and when they finally all played together, Harden, Maxi, and Embiid were awesome together. They were. That starting five with Tucker and Harris as well. They were awesome together. Niang was great off the bench. They had a great, a great solid core. But I think we can agree, Boston and Milwaukee were just as good, if not better, teams at least on paper. But when Milwaukee goes out to Miami. And then you get that, the sweep, even though Joel's hurt, misses game one, you steal game one against your, your rival Boston, and you go up 3-2. The last, we'll say, 54 minutes of, of basketball, other than, well, I should, no, I don't want to say that, because the first quarter yesterday in game seven, they looked great. 
in the second, even in the second quarter, they were only down by two at halftime. But the last six minutes, especially the last four minutes of game six at home, and then the second half of, I don't even want to call that a basketball game yesterday, um, the, the atrocity. Um, it, it's just like Declan, there, there's an excuse for everything. It just, you know, it gets to a point that, uh, like, yes, I think there are valid reasons for why X, Y, and Z has happened. But when you tanked the way you did and you look at a team like Oklahoma City, you know, not now, obviously, but when they were as bad as they were and they get Durant and they get Russell Westbrook and James Harden, yeah, they were lottery picks and they were high lottery picks. They weren't number one, number two overall picks every year. You look at the Golden State Warriors, Steph and Clay, they're lottery picks. They're not top five picks. Draymond Green, second round pick. Harrison Barnes, fun fact, is actually the highest uh, was the highest picked player of of like that core group that won that first title. And he's Golden the worst State. one. And yeah, exactly. And he's not yeah, so you know, I I just it's really easy to make excuses and it's really easy to blame to, to play the blame game. But as a whole They've just missed in every aspect of building teams and of finishing jobs and competing. And I, I, maybe I'm crazy. I don't think this series was Doc Rivers' fault. No, I, think neither things, do I. I think I think there's things he could have done better. But I, overall, and I understand how bad James Harden was in Game Seven and, and in Games Two and Three. James Harden won two of the three games for the Sixers. Let's be real here, guys. No, he, I, I completely yeah. agree. He, he definitely put the team on his back. The, the those two game early one games. Game four. Yep. Yeah. And Joel looked awesome in Game Five. Maxi had two great games as well. And the sad thing is, I thought Tobias played a really good Game Seven. I know he went one of seven from three, but he hustled. He. He showed heart from the opening tip, played good defense. The I think truly what re- went wrong yesterday was Harden and Embiid were not willing to make adjustments to the Celtics' defense. That doesn't fall on Doc Rivers. You, you, they're, two, they're, they're star players. You're, you're all-stars. They have to be able to do what they do. They're Hall of Famers. They saw Jason Tatum absolutely just go off and they just got deflated. And the minute that the Celtics went on the run in the third quarter, Steve said it best in, in, in a text between me and, him and Declan, they gave up. Let's there, there's no other way to say it. It doesn't, I don't care what anybody says, what they say. It was so obvious. They gave up. The Celtics wanted it more. They played harder. And they deserve to win game seven. And I think there's a lot of questions about this franchise. The sad thing is it's really easy to say Harden's got to go and Doc's got to go or, you know, Joel's got to go. If we're being real here, who do you replace them with without completely starting over and rebuilding again? 
That's the that's the thing, guys. You get to a point where, yeah, you can let Harden walk. Who are you replacing him with? An all star caliber player. He's not a superstar anymore. Let's not let's not get ahead of her. But he's still an all star caliber player. Who do you replace him with? If you want to say Tyrese Maxey, fine. But then, who do you replace Maxey with? You know, it's a domino effect at this point. So unless you just want to keep bringing in rotational pieces and maybe do what the Celtics do, where they have one, maybe two stars, and you count on Embiid and Maxey, I hate to be that guy. Can you count on Embiid? A, to stay healthy, and B, can you count on him for a full playoffs? I don't. I, the question is, I don't know anymore. I'm tired of the same excuses with Embiid. How he's always hurt yep. in this in the second in the second round. First round, he's completely fine. He's going off, you know, dropping thirty points a game, ten rebounds a game, two blocks a game. It's the same story every year. And then out of nowhere, he gets extremely fatigued. He's always hurt. He underperforms in the second round every year. He cannot be be cut off anymore. He is just as much to blame as almost everybody else. And he, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. When he's your MVP, he's now more to blame than everybody else. No, I'm else saying, I'm saying he has a like. I'm blaming him a lot. You have, I think he has the most blame out of anybody. Yeah, you're yeah. you're the MVP of the NBA. You're the only MVP ever to not go past the second round. That sounds horrific. And well, Jokic I, finally did. I mean, he, uh, yeah, finally. I, uh, but yeah, I think it just comes. Embiid's not a winner. He's not he's not going to be that guy to lead a team in the playoffs. I hate to say it. He he's a top 10 top 5 player in the NBA. He's, he's a just top not five a winner. Player, yeah. He's not a winner. Jason Tatum proved in game 7 he's a winner. That motherfucker is it. a superstar. That He wants it. He's insane. And when when it beats down, when they're losing, he's so mopey. I can't stand it. Yep. Like like get your head out of your ass and show why you want this more than Boston because yep. Boston's owned your ass since you've been in the league. You can talk and you can talk and you can say we all need to get better. And first of all, CBS Sports and a couple other places for taking his quote out of context, you can go fuck right off. Pretty much making it sound like he's saying him and James are better than everybody else and they all need to improve and they can't do it. That was not the quote at all. That he was saying everybody needed to be better that and it was just taken out of context fuck i fucked the media that's and, one thing and he did say he put himself first before everybody else of course he did yeah he knows he's not stupid but no. that's my thing it's like you said you can say what you want to say over and over again but what's the definition of, of insanity doing the same thing over and over again or saying the same thing over and over again and that's all this has been with the sixers and like like Declan, like like he agreed with me. I I don't think it's Doc's fault. I really don't. And you know what? Tobias showed up and but in, in a game seven, your stars have to show up. And Embiid and, and Harden didn't. They just didn't. The Sixers have been to the playoffs now six straight years. They've lost five second round second rounds and they've lost one first round which the first round was the bubble where they got swept i'm not even going to count that it's the bubble whatever i really the bubble and bead was gone that team was yeah. a mess yeah yeah that that i'm not even going to look at yeah. but all the other ones with 
with the with the blowing the lead the series lead against the Hawks that hurts that one hurt because I knew damn well that the Sixers were way better than the Hawks they were better than the Raptors too they the Cinco de Mayo game I will never forget we've talked about it we watched it at your house they could have went up three one and pretty much put the Raptors away and what do they do they choke a lead Kawhi hits that shot the three pointer the Raptors steal game four blow the Sixers out in game five. And then the Sixers got to win two in a row. Like they, they always find find a way to make it way too hard on themselves. You could you could literally do a top ten list of like disappointing losses. More than half of them are like the Sixers. It. it... You could just do a top ten of the Sixers like in the last seven years, yeah. six years. You could do a top ten of of like the losses just in that time for for like for Sixers wise. It's pathetic. Now, let me ask you boys, Tech, I'm going to ask you first. Do you want Doc Rivers to stay? Uh, it's what you do with everything else. If you're getting rid of, you know, Embiid and, you know, it's starting to build around Maxi, getting the draft compensation. Is Doc going to work for you there? Or is Doc going to work for you know next another year of? Are we going to get it? Are we going to get another year of Embiid, Harden, and Maxi? I think is it really what, depends. It depends on what Harden does with his player option. Is that what is is that what they're going to do? And is and is Doc a good fit for that? How how much better of a team has Doc made the Sixers? I think he's made them a better team for sure. Yeah, so I completely agree. They and had he, like three straight years of 50-plus wins. This is the most when, wins they've had since the, uh, one, uh, the, the 2000-2001 season. When and that's what I'm trying final. to say. So if if you're doing – here's my thing. If you put the pieces together for one more year probably, this is probably – next year will probably be Harden's – it'll be his best year probably. He's getting up there. Uh, you know, injuries have been starting the – so I think this year coming up will be Harden's, you know, last 20 points, 10 assists year. The goal's got to be titled. It's title. It's 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 one last run. But that's Next, that's that's what this been, year is supposed to be is the problem. That's what I'm saying. But if they do it, if they do it this year, I think you got to keep Doc. If you're getting rid of everything, I think you take Doc out and you bring in something new, now something. Sam Cassell, Monty Williams. There's a lot of things you can look at. Here's here's my thing. Well, I don't think I I don't want to get rid of Doc, and I don't think he deserves to get fired. The problem is, I don't think he has the ear of those guys anymore. I think they came out ready to go, but the second half. How many times have you heard him say in interviews in this series, we have to trust each other. We have to want it more. And he just doesn't have their ears anymore. And I don't know if there's another coach that that can get it better, but maybe you just need a fresh voice. And it's not, not, that's not Doc's fault, but maybe you just need a new voice in there. You know, maybe it's a Sam Cassell, Maybe it's a Dave Yeager also on the bench. Maybe it is a Monty Williams, something like that. But I can maybe a Kenny Atkinson. You know, I I don't know. But it also I, I does, just, 
It also doesn't help with Doc Rivers with his uh, playoff statistics. Where yeah, but I mean, though I, I don't know. Maybe that's that didn't contribute any to him. That like that didn't do anything to him. Those Clippers teams before Kawhi and and Paul George, like they remind me a lot of the Sixers team. They just, dude, they just had bad luck. And JJ's talked about it on on you know on his podcast. They were done at the end. Like that that team with Blake and DeAndre and JJ and CP. Mm-hmm. That team was they, so fun. They were awesome, but like at the end, it was over. It was done. It had run its course. There was nothing else Doc could do. You know what I mean? Like they were just. It needed to be blown up. And I think that's where the Sixers are. What? What? So, Jacobs, what? What do you want? What do you want them to do? Like, what? What's the first order? Of this new change of the system. This might sound something bad. Has to, something has to change. Well, there... something has to change. James Harden, fun fact, actually this season had his best three-point shooting percentage of his career this season and led the league in assists. It might have been the most of his career as well. Um, I, I applaud him, I really do, for changing his game to fit Embiid and to fit this team. Because to be an MVP type player for as long as you were, and to be the guy, you know what I mean, where you scored thirty and, and ten, but now it's Embiid's team, and to take a back seat, it's impressive, man, that he was able to do that. It really is. Listen, with that being, with that being said, I think, I think you try to find a sign and trade. I think you let him decline his player option. Maybe try to pick him back up, but get a sign and trade. If it's Houston, if it's somewhere else, you try to do that. I hate to say it because, you know, a month or two ago we were saying we don't deserve this man. You're never going to get higher trade value for Joel Embiid than you will right now. He's an MVP, a two-time runner-up before this year in a row, a two-time scoring champion. Let's be real here. If he only focused on defense, he's probably a defensive player of the year. He he was arguably the best defender in the playoffs. And that's the his offense overshadows his defense. That's how good his offense is. Yeah. I agree. So that's um, why he doesn't get the accolades it, yes. that other good defenders get. Exactly. Um I think I think you move him. Maybe I'm crazy, but I, if, I was or the, if you if you want to try to bring in one more star. I, but my thought: move the contracts, get some more young pieces. You have no more. You don't have any draft picks this year. You have no firsts until almost twenty thirty. Let Maxi run the show, and let Tobias play out his contract. I think this is the last year of his contract, if I'm not mistaken. Uh next year is the last year. That's what I'm saying. Like he has one more season. Yes, on his that, contract. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he, has, what, he has one more year. Let them play it out this year, and then you figure it out. Maybe, so, maybe you you're a fringe playoff team, or maybe you know uh, a five to eight seed. Maybe you surprise some people, but it's just not working anymore, man. Embiid doesn't stay healthy, and he doesn't win when it matters. And that's the thing. It's like. I don't know to see Jason Tatum do what he did to the Sixers. Straight clowned. He Clowning. just won. He just wanted it more. 
He knows how to win. He knows how to close people out. He did it two years in a row. And the sad thing is, I looked at my dad on Thursday night. We were sitting there watching the game with four and a half to go, and I said, Tatum's about to go off right now. Or it was, you know, there's like eight minutes to go, and he keeps missing, he keeps missing. He's like one of 14. And I looked at dad and said, with four minutes to go, he's just going to snap, and it's it's going to be a game. That first three, the step back on Embiid, was with like 4.10 to go. And it just woke him up. It woke up a sleeping giant. And I just, the problem is, I maybe we all sound like we're crazy saying you need to blow it up. I, I say that because they're not as good and they're not as deep as Boston is. And I think they can hang in there with Milwaukee. I really do. But Boston's depth and just being there and they can't compete with that. And their so. system is just insane. They always know how to shut down whatever the Sixers have going for them. Jacobs, you're not crazy. Because Declan, Declan can attest for me. Yes, I was literally texting him back and forth. I was like, dude, we might have to trade Embiid. Like you got to, you got to really think about it. No, but I know, but it's still a hot take. It is. It's it, it's, it's still it's, a hot take. It's a hot take, but we make sense with what we're talking about. It's the second best player in the NBA. It's a, it's a, it's a tough. I don't know. And it's I do I do agree. You're gonna get the most value for him this season. Maybe next season too. Uh, After no, that, I, I, you I don't it's know. This, it's this season. He's about to turn thirty. Isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's twenty nine right now. Yeah, now's the time. Now's the time. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do like, it, you have to do it now. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you you run it you run it back next year, and then after that, you're leaving yourself with nothing. But that's the the problem is Declan. If you want to do it that way, then so be it. And then maybe you just it's Tyrese Maxey, and then you just build a whole new team. Yeah, because you all all of these contracts are off the books. If you want to move Embiid. And mm-hmm. let Tobias walk. But then do you, are you really trying to completely start back over? And then let's be real here. Does Maxie really want to stay through that? Because mm-hmm. you can't blame him if he doesn't. Yeah. So Screw it. Trade him, be, let Harden walk or sign and trade. You know, I, I think you keep – I think you hold on to Tobias because you're not yes. going to get much for him. Yes. You know, you need a veteran like that. Um, let Maxi run the show. Hopefully, you get some draft compensation. And at least, and like I said, at least Tobias showed up in Game Seven. You fire Doc and hire JJ Redick. Shut up, Declan. <laughs> um, I just, I like Sam Casella a lot. He's gotten looks as a coach, you know, potential. Um, I love Dave Yeager. The problem is. Do you just need a completely new voice from outside the organization? They tried that with Doc. I don't know. I I don't – Doc's not the problem to me. So, if you want to try to start fresh with Sam Cassell or Dave Yeager, sure. But, I don't know. Doc, Doc has given me a reason to fire him. And I know Whittle wants him gone. I saw in that tweet, whatever he said um, on Snapchat today. But, Whittle, if you're listening, I love you. Doc doesn't need to go. Like, it's not his fault that his stars didn't show up in Game 7. 
Like, there's only so much you can do. You know what I mean? Vince Carter had a great take today on Get Up. And he said, you know, yes, sometimes it's on a coach to, like, look at your point guard and be like, hey, like, call a timeout and be like, run a play to get him the ball or just give him the ball, your best player. But if you have a great point guard like a James Harden, like Vince Carter played with Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Mark Jackson, three of the best at point guards of all time. When you have a great point guard, he said, like Lawrence Frank, their coach for the Nets, he didn't need to tell Jason Kidd, give Vince the ball. Jason Kidd would look at Vince Carter and say, whether it's on the low block, whether it's on the elbow or the three-point line, he said, post up, you're getting the ball. We're not even running a play. Get the ball, get a shot up. Let's go. That's what a great point guard's supposed to do. Not turn the ball over seven times. So, and yeah, actually, James actually had the best assist-to-turnover ratio of his career this year, too. But, you know, it's just, you can have as great of a regular season as you want to, but when you just can't get it done in the playoffs year after year, something's got to change. And you know what? Jokic this year, all of a sudden, they're finally getting it done. So maybe Declan's right. Maybe it is just one more year. You run it back with them one more time. But the difference to me in that team with the Sixers, they are a lot younger. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are a lot younger than James Harden. So I know Max, he's young and Joel's 29 or 28, but yeah. I don't know. It's interesting for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm it's very, it's going to be just interesting off season. And yeah, I'm very intrigued to see what they do. Yeah. We'll you see think what Daryl Morey's got a lot of decisions to make. Daryl Morey's not going anywhere. No. You don't think so? No. No shot. Not unless he resigns. He's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. NBA draft lottery tomorrow. The Victor Wembenyama sweet stakes. Where do you think who do you think's getting the first pick? It's going to be between Houston, Detroit, and San Antonio. I, maybe, I, right? I hope San Antonio gets him. That'd I be really awesome. Do. There's something about, too, like a French. I don't know. I just think, like, San Antonio would just, like, love him. San Antonio loves international players. I would. That's what I, it just fits. I would they, love to see Pop coach him, too. They have. They, they already had three Hall of Famers that were all international players, technically. I mean, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, argue, arguable from the Virgin, Virgin Islands, but either way. Yeah. Tony Parker, Monty Ginobili. David Robinson was there. Not international, but, you know. So many great players. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to see Wembenyana go to uh, go to the Spurs. That's my – or the Pistons. I don't know. There's something about the Pistons that would be a lot of fun, too. Pistons have been steady tanking for, like, the last, like, four years. Him, Cade Cunningham. But the NBA is better when the Spurs are good, in my opinion. Uh, oh, Yeah. Like the Rockets and the Pistons, it's like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. I, there's something about the Spurs. I just want them to be good. So the the conference finals matchups is Denver, Los Angeles, and Boston, Miami. Who do you guys like? I think the size in Denver is going to be a problem for the Lakers. 
and I'm gonna ride my Western Conference final, my Western Conference pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Nugs. I will go Nugs in six or seven. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Lakers. It just I don't simply for the fact that I just I don't see LeBron losing. Even though you had the Warriors in the finals. Yeah, but now that I'm watching, I don't see LeBron losing. I have to stay true to my pick. I have to ride Lakers. I believe I had the Lakers go all the way, correct? Uh, I think I did. Did you not have the Suns? No, I had the Suns. You're right. I yeah. had I had Suns Lakers in the in the conference final. I thought you had Suns over Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, I did. You're right. Well, I Lakers are clicking at the right time. No, I got they're, you. They're a very underrated seven seed. And the AD LeBron combo is just, and they got unreal. a lot of really good role players too. D'Lo and Hachimura and Lonnie Walker and also, by the way, talk about the Suns. We said Monty Williams. Monty Williams has been fired. If you haven't heard, crazy. Oh yeah, I guess you guys surprised with that because yeah, I, it's yeah. it's all it's all um it's all the owner too, Ashiba or whatever the hell his name is. Dude's coach of the year, and he got fired. Ishbia, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, they've said, essentially, he's pretty much making himself like president of basketball ops GM right now, and that James Jones really has like hardly any say right now. I am not fond of owners being the general manager as well, nope. personally. Nope, me either. Look at Jerry Jones. Correct. Sorry, sorry Logan. <laughs> Actually, um... no, I'm not sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. Go, Birds! Um... Eastern Conference Finals pick, Zanelli. If Boston plays the way that they played in Game Six and Seven, Boston will win in five. Yeah, I love Jimmy Butler to death. I am rooting hard for the Heat. I can't stand the Celtics. It's the Celtics Finals to lose. Yep. I Boston in five. Five. Yeah. Declan, what do you think? I just Jason Jason Tatum turned it on. You know, Jalen Brown was good all series. Good for you know he had he had strong starts all series and you know really put the pressure on. I just uh, Boston Boston versus L.A. You know the rivalry's back. Adam Silver yeah. wants that though. Oh my God, he's nutting in his pants if that happens. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Boston. It'd be the only time I ever root for the Lakers. <laughs> Um, I hate to be that guy, but yeah, Boston. I think Boston in no less than or no more than six. So you two both have Boston Lakers, and I have Boston Denver. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have no idea how bad I hope Miami wins. <laughs> oh, I, I'm rooting hard for Miami. Oh my I'm god. Just... I, my logic's just telling me Boston might just run away with that series. Yeah, I, I feel you. Um, yeah, it's pretty much all the NBA. We, we just talked about it for quite some time. So mm-hmm. we are sad fans, and we must re- relinquish our feelings towards. We have a game seven in the NHL tonight. By the time you're listening, the uh, the finals. The Eastern and the uh, the Western Finals will start the conference final round. Um, 
Kraken and Stars. Logan Stars in a game seven. Kraken. And punchable Who's the coach of that team? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the face of the Kraken, the coach. Punchable yeah. face, Dave Axel. I, I love that we do the Dave Haxtell joke every time the Kraken's brought up. I hate you both so much. Uh, do you do you prefer clean shave Dave Haxtell or the goatee? Just, just shut up. Just shut up. I'm the goatee rocking. makes him look more like a douchebag. Yeah, he looks nope. like such a fucking I'm, loser with his goatee. I'm here for it, though. Go yeah, Kraken. Nah, the clean shave's too iconic. Yeah, just get this man out of the playoffs, like, please. Like... Ted Lasso. You're not rooting for the Kraken? The new team? No shot. No. Give, give me the stars. Give me Logan's boys. From Dallas. Can't root for him. <laughs> Mavericks oh. suck. Disappointing. Cowboys have been disappointing ever since Logan was born. Before, Before he was born. born. Before Logan was born. Dallas Stars went to the Stanley Cup final. Didn't do a damn thing. They won a cup. What are you talking about? When? Before you were born. Yeah, I'm talking about recent years. I know I was being sarcastic. That and part. then their their baseball is so bad that they don't even got a team. Texas, I guess. Yeah, Texas Rangers have been bums for the past seven eight years. Where does where the where the Rangers play? Out of Arlington. curiosity, Arlington Globe Life Park or is it Globe Life Field? One was Globe uh, Life Park and the other one was Globe Life Field. That's how they changed the names. Play like right by the, the Cowboy Stadium, I believe, in Arlington. I don't think it's far from each other. Who you got tonight, guys? Game seven. Star, uh, Kraken. Come on now. I'm a hackstall yeah. guy. Let's go, Kraken. We need somebody fun to, to win this damn Stanley Cup. The the Golden Knights are gonna do it. They won last night. How about how about this? How about this name too? Had a hat trick last night. Jonathan Marsha show. What a name. Yeah, but like, are the Golden Knights fun? Well, yeah, Jack Eichel is awesome. Mark is he Stone the best player on that team game. now? What? Is he the best player on that team now? I mean, he's one of the best players in the NHL, yeah. Marsha show has been there since the beginning, too. Um, I want to hear how to spell his name. It's so fun. M-A-R-C-H-E-S-S-A-U-L-T. But uh, yeah, McDavid and uh, McDavid and Drysdale are are out. They have no help. Let's uh, do that Golden hockey. Knights. Let's let's do that hockey. You know what they say in hockey? Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. Uh, <laughs> Golden Knights, and I'm gonna take the Stars. That was my conference final, wasn't it? I'm pretty know. sure I had Dallas and, and Vegas. I had Vegas and Avalanche. You, you had the Avs in the finals. Oof. Oof. I think, I think didn't you? Because I had Vegas in the finals. And that's how you know I know nothing about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> how about uh, how about Jacobs, though? How about, how about those Canes? Let's go Canes. Are you caned up? I'm a Canadian. Yeah, that's what, what I meant. You're a caniac. The crack, the Kraken are about to beat you in the damn Stanley Cup final. <laughs> we got to get past the uh, the Florida Panthers first. They've dude. Been playing, dude. They've been playing out of their mind. Dude. Yeah, they've been snapping. 
I really think though that's more so of the uh I mean the Bruins blew a three one lead. Awesome to see by the way. And um and then the Maple Leafs were just that was their Stanley Cup finals when they won the first round series. Because they made it in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw on Twitter too, and it like actually kind of hurt my heart, but because it, it was so true. The Sixers leaves at the NBA. Uh, yeah. But just it's for the true, second round, not the first round. Yeah, at least they get to the second round. They win one series. Uh, our finals would be if they made it to the Eastern Conference finals. That's if our they would have beat. I'm telling you, if they would have won yesterday, I was going to cry. Like, I would have cried. Oh, 100% would have been full with you on that. Yeah. And then they would have got, like, stomped by the heat. You think so? No. You think they would get stomped by the possibly. heat? Possibly. I think possibly just because of the high they'd been coming off of. When it's like, oh, my God, we finally made it out of the second round. Like, what the Maple Leafs just had. And, and Jimmy Butler would be fiending to play yeah. against the Sixers. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um Jimmy Butler a bitch. By the way, how about how about the South Florida teams? Florida Panthers, the eight seed technically. They don't have seeding like that in hockey anymore, but technically the eight seed and the Miami Heat, the eight seed. Finals. Interesting. So I hate, I hate South Florida. I just hate Boston. I I with Boston. Yeah. Uh, Canes and Panthers, though. Boys, I think... Actually, I'll look right now. They haven't completely announced a date yet because I think they're waiting for um, for the for the game to play tonight. I'm afraid to look at how, how bad the tickets are. Oh, they're not quite as expensive as I thought they were going to be. They're, like, really expensive, but it's not, like... Are you going to a game? Uh, I, I'm trying to get a house, so no. Thing. They're starting at like 140 a piece. Oh, it's not too bad. No, it's actually not that bad at all. Like I would pay that if I wasn't trying to get a house right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Um anybody want to make Jacobs go to a <laughs> conference finals game? Just hit me up. Venmo, Jacobs2294. Hook a brother yeah. up. Um, but no, so that's a vlog. Oh my god! I will. I'll suck we'll, give a, we'll give Jacobs a GoPro to wear, like, wear a helmet at the Canes game. Stop! Oh my god, it'd be so fun. Rowdy man! Oh, it's awesome. Playoff hockey is just the best. Cool. All right. Um, are we missing any news? Any? Um... Matt Ryan's a CBS analyst, but he is not retired officially. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so He's cool. Like he, said, he said, by the way, this is not a retirement post. Nice. This is I think that's his backup plan in case no one wants him. Yeah. Oh hey. Schedule, boys. Sure. I want to go through week by week with you guys. We'll do we'll do birds next week. We'll do bears this week. Thank you. I forgot about that. We we talked about doing that. All right. Too, by the way, the if you Bears. Tell me they're gonna have more than ten wins. Yes. Stop. That's not what I'm saying. Yet. <laughs> Keyword. Yeah. The, ba- <laughs> the Bears. Are, <laughs> the Bears are hosting the Packers week one. Oh, Sunday night. The Bears are. 
the ba- no, it's a four thirty game. The Bears are favored by two and a half. Hammer the Packers. <laughs> Literally, go fuck yourself. Dude, watch. Jordan Love's going to throw for 350 and like three tutties, no interceptions. Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me? It's just it, – it, I it root for your team when they're not playing the Bears. I'm just saying, watch that happen. You're an Eagles fan at heart. I'm, I'm just saying, watch that happen. The predecessor to Aaron Rodgers, and he and it's like he'll be just as talented. It's just a guess. It's probably not going to happen. But I'm just saying, don't be shocked if that would happen. No, it's not, it's not going to happen. The Packers Wait, might Declan, what did you blow say? this year. Who knows? What? Declan, what, what? What did you say? I don't know what I said. I forget. I so they're something with Steve was talking about. All right. So um, they're favorited by two. Two and a half. I'm at not home? touching that. At home. They're at home week one. That's a trappy right there. If if the Packers were playing at home and they were underdogs, I would like the Packers in that sense. But if they're on the road, you know, Bears are Bears fans are going to be fired up because they don't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers anymore. I do like that the place is going to be insane week one. I, I I do like the two and a half lay on the Bears. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad bet, but I'm not betting. All right, well, outright, outright, I got Bears one and zero. I like I like Bears in a close one. You think Justin yeah. Love's gonna be good, Jacobs? You want to you want to fix that one real quick, Jordan? Or do you think Jordan Love's gonna be good? I think he's he's gonna be serviceable. Yeah. Top ten I guy. He has enough, I just don't think he has enough weapons around him. They got nothing. I mean, I like Watts a lot. Oh, he was Romeo dude. Dobbs is not that, a bad piece. That fancy performance he pulled in the second half of the season. Yeah, he was he was awesome. He was on my team. I was like, fuck, it's a Packer, but I was like, oh, but he's so good. <laughs> um, all right, so we'd have Bears 1-0. Bears going to, going to Tampa favored by one on the road. Uh, who's, it all depends who's starting quarterback for Tampa. For Tampa. Oh, it's, as of right now, it's either Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield, so give me the Bears. I know nothing about, I know nothing about Kyle Trask. If it's Baker, I like the Bears still. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Bears 2-0. I think the Bears go in there and lay an egg. <laughs> I do. I think they lose that game. I think I only led that. It's just how Declan worded that and how his voice portrayed. That's what made you know, me laugh. Like, I didn't want to think... say it, but I'm like, I'm like, ugh, Chicago going down to Tampa like against a shitty Tampa team too? Uh, give me the box. <laughs> All right, Tampa, Tampa, Fuck you. Tampa, Tampa's defense is still really good, though. You just yeah, have to. You just that's have what to, I'm saying. Like Baker, Baker, can, Baker can win you a game against. I would say the Bears are an average NFL team now. Like when Baker that's had that really legacy nice game for the Rams. <laughs> what do you mean, Jacobs? Jacobs, they've been. They haven't been. Very, what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? That's a very nice. Com- that's not a very nice compliment. I said that's a good thing to hear. Oh <laughs> well, it is. I know, ass face. I'm agreeing with oh. you. I, I thought you said it in like sarcastically. No, Bears two and oh. Fuck you, Declan. Uh, Maybe Diddy, they're gonna lose by thirty. Uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a loss there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's okay. What do you think the spread's uh, gonna be on that one? Eight and a half. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, I love the I love the Chiefs. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. 
with the points. Um, two and I one. Like the Bears. I like the Bears there. All right. Either way, two and one. Um, Broncos at the Bears. If it see, here's my thing. Broncos are favored by one on the road. They're traveling across the time zone. If it was later in the season with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson getting more used to each other, I would take the Broncos, no doubt. I think because that game is an early season game, I lean Bears in a very close game. I like the Broncos. I, Russell Wilson's going to have a resurgence. And it'll start I early. hate to say it. I think the Bears are one and three right now. Didn't you I just that go to Kansas City? I like the Bears' points. They ain't winning against the Chiefs. Come on. All right, so we'll go two and two. That's fine. What I, you guys me and you are both at two and two, I believe, Jacobs. Yeah, I, I'm not listening to Declan anymore. Um, <laughs> Yo, listen, listen. Who said the Eagles listening. are going nine and eight and got clowned for it? The Bears and the Commies, Thursday Night Football in D.C. That's a gross game. Stop, Bears. It happened last year, and it was like 12-7. to last- seven. Score last year literally was 12 to 7 in Chicago, and the Bears should have won that game. Yeah, some dude dropped the touch or Justin Fields overthrew him, and then Darnell Mooney couldn't. On, yeah, um, I like the Bears in that one three and two. Yep, I like Bears three and two, three and two. Uh, Vikings at the Bears. I'm gonna go Vikings because it's a one o'clock game and Kirk Cousins isn't playing in prime time. He's a lead at one o'clock games. So I think three and three bears all over it. I'm, I'm also taking the bears. Oh, so now we're all three. And three. Uh, I'm sorry, the Vikings, the Vikings. Okay, you can. Um, Raiders at the Bears. Bears favored by one and a half. I like the Bears. I, and I think that's yeah, more than one and a half. So I think the Bears are four and three right now, boys. Now it gets a give, little. Give me different. Oakland on that one. Vegas. Nope. Give, give me Vegas. Give me Vegas. Yeah, you're wrong. Bears are four and three. Um, Bears, Sunday night football going to the Chargers. That's not – it's only a red. I like the Chargers in that one, though. All, all depends on the health of their team because they're the most injured team I've ever seen. No, I agree. The Bears could go in and win that one. I, I truly feel that. But I, The Bears I are going to go in there and win on Sunday night. I love. They're going like in the show. They're yeah. They're winning three. Uh, what's that? Uh, four, four. Five four. and three. I got my I got four. my bears at I got my bears at three and four. Oh, three and four. Well, what do you mean three and four? That's one thing. Four, five, six. That's the eighth I game of the year. I got them beaten. Four and four. I don't think they're four and four. They're four and four because I'm doing it. Um, they three go to New Orleans. They go to New Orleans Sunday night, uh, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock game. There's a lot of close games in this Bears schedule. I know a lot of one, <laughs> a lot of one, like one score difference for Dude, each. That's of these what games. that's what a lot of the season was last year. I'm telling you. Dude, I don't know. I don't know with this one. I think the Bears go into New Orleans in a one o'clock game and win. I say hammer the total under. I think they're going to beat one of the Chargers. And I think I like I like them to beat the Saints in that one. Okay. Is that a three-game road trip? Uh, no, it's two. They're home against think... the Raiders at the Chargers at the Saints. 
I think the Bears are just like very inconsistent this year. I think they go in at the Chargers and win, but they lose against the Saints. Okay. So I have them at five and four. Um hope on a Thursday night. They Give win that the game. Bears. Yeah. Bryce Young legacy game. Bryce Six Young might not Bears. even be playing that. Yes, he will. What? He's gonna be He's starting, starting week one. He's starting week so? one. Yes. Um, Bears at Lions. I will take the Lions. MCDC. And that's okay. Yep. We love him. <laughs> so I have him anymore. The, the Lions are good now. Um, six and five Bears. Now hear me out on this one, boys. Monday Night Football, Bears at Vikings. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Give me the Bears. That's a that's a given. Seven and five Bears. He's not going to know how to find Justin Jefferson, and he's going to look confused. Yes. Seven and five Bears. Now they play the Lions again, but this time after a bye week, and they're at home. I still like the Lions. No, I do too, but I think they could split. So I'll say seven and six. We'll say seven and six right now. Bears at the Browns. Ew. Ew. Just last time last time Justin Fields was there, it was his first ever start and he got sacked. <laughs> that man's lucky to make it out alive. The Browns, it's all gonna depend on Deshaun Watson if he improves to what he could be. No, I I'm gonna be real here. I, I think the Browns win that game in a close one. So I got the Bears at um, seven now, dude. If they're seven and seven, I'm gonna be so happy. It's, that's loser talk, but it's the truth. Um, then they host the Cardinals. Give me the Bears. Oh, Cardinals stink. They're gonna be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Cardinals on Christmas Eve coming to Chicago be like negative thirty. <laughs> what if Kyler's then? back by then? If he's even back and playing, I they that team doesn't stand a chance. He's gonna be so rusty. Give me the Bears, eight and seven. All right, Bears home against the Falcons on New Year's Eve. I like the Falcons in an upset. See, I would if they wouldn't have beaten the Bears last year. In a, in a very winnable game for the Bears. I like the Bears this year. I also – I take the Bears confidently. Yes. And then week 17 – or week 18, the Bears could be fighting for a wild card spot. They're playing the Packers. At Green Bay? At Green Bay. I think Green Bay they wins. Drop they I agree. drop it. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they split. I got the Bears at 9 and 8, boys. That's going to be a am big I, game no matter what, though, I feel am like. I, am I completely out of my mind? The schedule that they have. It's definitely an interesting schedule, but like like, like we all just said earlier, a lot of those games are going to be close, and they're either going to be in your favor or not. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking 7, 10, 8, 9, but ceiling is going to be 10, 11 wins. I completely agree. 
Little uh, seven to eleven wins is what I see. I see no more than ten, but yeah, I agree. Bear down. Go birds. Um, we need the Eagles schedule next week. Yeah, we'll do. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so that's that one's gonna be a doozy. Yeah. All right, um, boys, I have a question for you. Yeah. Where, where did play? he play? Oh, we didn't we didn't do something before. Where did he play? That's okay. We can do it afterwards. I know what you're talking about. Oh, all right. Let's talk so about. Let's do where, yeah, let's do. Where did he play? Declan, would you like NBA or NFL? NBA, please. NBA. Declan, you are starting off. Mr. DeShorts, where did Grant Hill play? Duke. Correct. One for Declan. Remember, boys, we are allowed to ask for hints as well. Mr. Zanelli, are you ready? I guess. Where did Julian Edelman play? Kent State. The Kent State Golden Flashes is correct. Where where he was the quarterback. (laughs) Yes. All right. One to one. one. Good job, boys. Good start. Declan. Where did Damian Lillard play? Did he play at Kent State? Is that your guess? Yeah. You are incorrect. Damn. Zanelli, do you know this? Would you like any hints? I think I know it. What is it? Did he go to – it's not like a common school. Um, I I know the region shit's not going to help me because it's a school like I've heard oh, of. Oh, I just got it. it oh, is it, is it Wolford? No, but you're close. W, it's Weaver State. Weaver. I knew it was a W. I was like, Shit. Weaver. With a B, Weaver. Weaver. Like like Weber, but with only one B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. I thought, ugh. All right. It's, all right. it's a 1-1. Zanelli, you have home field advantage again. Oops. Mr. Zanelli, where did Greg Olson go to college? Where did he play? I, I honestly don't know. Um, conference. ACC. Think about when he played, though. He looks like a Notre Dame guy. I don't even know if they're in the ACC. They are in basketball, but football, they're an independent. Uh, so incorrect. The shorts. Can I have their color? They got some green in there. ACC green. So, Florida. Or... Yeah, was he a Gator? Well, the Gators don't have green, really, other other than the mascot. No, he was. Uh, he went to the U, boys. Oh, he was a hurricane. Red and orange and green. Yeah. All right. If I would have said green and orange, you would have gotten that like immediately, though. Yeah. So I couldn't do both. Um, the shorts tied up at one. Julius Randall, where did he play? Oh, that's a fun one. I know this. Hmm. 
Conference? SEC. Duke's not in the SEC. Or are they? I don't think it's Duke, but I think it's blue. Need a guess, brother. I'm going to go with Duke. Incorrect. Zanelli. I think it's the the other blue. I think it's Kentucky. It is Kentucky, the Wildcats. Zanelli, two. DeShorts, one. Mr. Zanelli. Miles Sanders, where did he play? We are Penn State. Yes, sir. Zanelli, three. DeShorts, one. DeShorts. Gordon Hayward, where did he play? Butler. Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that is correct, Butler. Uh, Mr. Zanelli, Eli Manning, where did he play? Ole Miss. Correct. Oh. Zanelli, four. DeShorts, two. Mr. DeShorts, Draymond Green, where did he play? Michigan State. Correct. Again, hot boys. Zanelli, Rob Gronkowski, where did he play? Uh, come on now. Color. I have an idea. I'm just going to see if the color matches. Not Duke blue, but blue. First instinct, he was a Florida Gator. Incorrect. The shorts. You're mistaken by Tim Tebow, Steve. I don't know why. Yeah, I know Tebow played for Florida. He went to Arizona, I believe. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Four to four. I would have never got that one. I didn't even know he played for Arizona. The shorts were tied back up. Blake Griffin, where did he play? Oh, God. (gasps) I know this one. His brother played for the same team. Yes, sir. He was a number one pick. How do I not know this? Dude, he was fun to watch in college, too. Hmm. I don't know. Kentucky. Incorrect. Zanelli. I'm almost 100% this is right. He was a Sooner. He was an Oklahoma Sooner. Yes, sir. Um, he was. Zanelli brother. 5 to shorts 4. What's his, bro- what's his brother's name? Is it... I want to feel like it's, it's an off name. I feel like it's Tanner. Taylor, correct. Taylor. Close, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. All right. Zanelli, up by one. Mitch Trubisky, where did he play? <laughs> <laughs> he kisses titties. Uh, I definitely should know this one. Conference. ACC. Think, I think he went to UNC. You are correct. Let's go. Zanelli six, Declan four. It'll lock in. The shorts in honor of the freshly retired player. I'm about to say, Andre Iguodala. Where did he play? Uh, this could be a trick question. I know this one. Um, 
He played at Arizona for sure, but I know he transferred. No, that's correct. Arizona. It's Arizona, okay. Oh, you should have yep. let him ride with it. No, he got it right. I, got I read right. his I read his autobiography. I don't he got drafted out of Arizona. So I don't if he played somewhere as before Arizona. The Sixers drafted him out of Arizona. Yes, yeah, so and that okay. was yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, he, um, he was number four when he was a rookie, switched to number nine when they traded for Chris Weber. That's a fun fact I did not know. Fun fact, yep. All right, six to five. Zanelli. Allen Robinson, where did he play? I believe he was also a Nittany Lion. You are correct. Penn State. Seven to five, Zanelli. I knew that one. The shorts. Somebody who actually came up to play yesterday for the Sixers. PJ Tucker, where did he play? That's oh, a good one. That's I a good one. Know this one too. Is it? It's Texas, right? It's it not Tennessee. Per- Texas. Yeah, it's Texas. Correct. I did not know that. I didn't even know that one. That's a good Are one. We seven to six, right? Yep. Seventy sixers. Fuck that team. <laughs> Zanelli. George Kittle. Where did he play? Conference. Big Ten. That doesn't really help me. I know the Big Ten teams. Ohio State. Incorrect. The Shorts. Was He was a Hawkeye, wasn't he? Iowa Hawkeyes, seven to seven. Ew, he played for Iowa. That's a tight end, you, cuz. All right, the shorts. Four left. We're tied at seven. Gonna lock in. Bradley Beal, where did he play? I don't know this one. I don't know this one. Tennessee. Incorrect. Zanelli. Color. You want their primary or their secondary? Primary. Blue. Was he a Jayhawk? Incorrect. Declan at the conference, right? He was a Florida Gator. Oh. All right, Zanelli. If you get this one. You're looking good. Nervous. Jared Goff, where did he play? I need to be careful. He... Careful, careful, careful. He went to Cal. Yes, he did. Good call. Eight to seven, Zanelli. Shorts. You still have you still have a chance, but if you don't get it and Zanelli gets it, it's over. Okay. Mo Wagner, where did he play? You said you said you said Mo Wagner, right? Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner? 
It's the you have it right, but it's pronounced Wagner. Mo Wagner went to Michigan. I don't know who Mo Wagner is. That's how you say it, you fucking loser. Shut up. I didn't know that. I All actually right. didn't know that. Yes, Mo Wagner. It's German. All right, Zanelli, if you get this, you win. Oh my god. If you if you're wrong, Declan can steal for the win. We are tied at eight, boys. I feel like the Sixers right now. <laughs> Steven Zanelli for the win. Jamal Adams, where did he play? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I have no clue. Oh, no. I don't know. I feel like Declan knows this, too. Declan, be real. Do you know this one? Don't you? Nobody looking anything up, either. I don't want any I'm, cheaters. I I, I'm looking straight at our recording time. I don't know, either. Uh, ooh. Conference. SEC, the Southeastern Conference. Oh, fuck. Safe pick. He went to Bama. Incorrect. Oh! Oh! shorts. What's their color? What's their color? Primary or secondary? Primary. Purple. LSU. For the win, the LSU Tigers. Will I ever beat Declan? Uh, Yes. I'm never going to beat Declan. The shorts with the dub. Again. For like the 12th time in a row. (laughs) The one time, I will never forget, the one time that you did win, the episode didn't get posted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only time time I won this dumbass game was when it was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm frustrated. Sorry. I love this game. I really do. It slipped. It slipped. It slipped. Um... (laughs) Yeah, the the one time I did win, it never got posted. The episode never got posted. So, I mean, I've Tec- always posted all of our episodes. Technically, yeah. So did I. Um, not trying to knock someone that's in this pod right now, but <laughs> damn it, Whittle! I know what the heck, Whittle. Why don't you edit, bro? All right. That was that was a good one, though. We that was, that was a, a good battle, one, boys. That was a good one. That was probably my right. best one yet. Yeah. Well, I think you guys both had like eight or nine the one time. But well, I'm saying like confidently, like this is probably yeah. our best one. Yeah. All right. Um, Zanelli, I'm going to pass this off to you for some MLB. Picks. I accidentally closed my notebook. Whoopsie. Oopsies. Um, oopsies. So recapping last week's MLB picks. Jacobs took the D-backs over three wins. They went four and three. I took the Twins over three wins. They uh, went, I believe, five and two. I believe so. No, they only had six games. Sorry, they went four and two. And Declan took the Yankees over three, and they went five and two on the week. Leaving our records to Jacobs at five and one in the lead. I'm in second at four, one and one. And Declan right behind in third at three, one and two. Would you boys like to go over your picks for this week? I sure would. Uh, Zanelli, would you like to go first? Absolutely. 
I'm the only one taking an under this week. I like Ooh. the under with the White Sox. Oh, the Chai Sox. They have an interesting schedule, though. It's they're they're starting at a homestand with the Cleveland Guardians, and they also have a back-to-back homestands with the stinky Kansas City Royals. Back, but back. I think the Royals win that series. It wouldn't surprise me. The shorts, what you got this week? So this week I took the over on the Astros. They have three against Chicago, and then they come home for three against the Athletics. Which Chicago team? The Cubbies. Thank you. Sorry, well, there's two Chicago teams, to be fair. Uh, This week, I'm going to try to ride my hot hand and roll with the San Diego Padres. Uh, They are home for six games, three against the Royals, Zanelli's Royals, and three against the Boston Red Sox. So, let's go Padres. Well, they're not my Royals. I'm rooting for the Royals. You're you're rooting against the Royals. Nah, I have the White Sox. I'm rooting for oh, the Royals. Oh, that's right. I you were gonna take the Royals. Yeah, but I was originally gonna take the Royals, but I switched yeah. up and I, I like the White Sox to stink it up this week. Well, so then let's root for the Royals this week for you. And I'm gonna yeah. root for the Padres. Let's go Royals. Let's let's <laughs> let's go Padres. <laughs> cool. Um Go Tagus. Go Tagus. Yeah, we we can all agree. Go Tagus. Anything of note in the state? I mean the Rays are still really good. The Orioles are twenty six and fourteen. No, look at the American League East on top of the Central. The teams are literally all in order of like win percentage. Actually, not true anymore. It was true. I feel like an asshole now. I'm just going to stop. Um, uh, the AL Central is so bad. <laughs> yeah, the AL West is all really good. And then you have the Oakland A's, 933. Hell yeah, brother. What They're actually minus- on pace to lose the most games in MLB history, I believe. And also to have the worst run differential by like one or two hundred. Oh yeah, their run differential is at minus one fifty-seven. <laughs> that's that's actually impressive. Like that's that's kind of funny. And the Rays the next plus one twenty. Yeah, the next closest team is the White Sox at minus seventy-one. Like the Oakland A's are already almost a hundred runs worse than anybody else in baseball. <clears throat> Giving up three hundred and sixteen runs. That's incredible. Next closest. What? Yeah. 246. Most runs scored in baseball, you have the Rays. Uh, least runs scored, the Tagus. Oh, by the way, boys, look who's in the look who's in the mirror of the Atlanta Braves. Well, technically, oh wait, yeah, no mind. Hold on. Yes. Phillies 20 and 20, five games back at a Bravos. Such Love a Phillies record. But you know what? They're better than they were. Yes. And I love that Bryce Harper wanted to fight the entire Rockies organization last night. I do, but I was really afraid because he was not wearing anything on that elbow. Yeah. Yeah. And like the last thing you need to see is him just like get pushed to the ground and just completely like rupture it again. Did did you see what so- he said? During the during like the oh yeah he said all just, of you fucking losers loser franchise yeah loser organization fucking loser organization I was, I was screaming he's so him I love that man. um no I love that he's so, a scumbag Philly said oh, against the Giants in San Fran and then three at home against the Cubbies I think hey, like they I'm never play well in San Francisco 
Remember, remember when we went to the the uh, Cubs and Phillies game last year, Steve? What happened? I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> well, Schwarber hit a home. The two most exciting parts of the game were Schwarber hitting a home run, uh, Garrett Stubbs pitching, and then um, to top it off, Jacobs' keys ended up in a cooler. So, and I also went to a Braves game last year where the Braves won like eighteen to four. I think <laughs> that was I two think. years ago. We did that. Oh, was that me and you too? Yeah, it was like fifteen to one or fourteen to two. Disclaimer: Jacobs and I, when we go to games together, nine times out of ten, the Philly no, they don't just lose; they get smoked. And then the well, the Sixers too, they lost. Yeah, me and Jake. I think the Phillies beat the Reds when we went, though, didn't they? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, they won that game. Most of the time, when me and you go, though, they lose. They lose. Philly teams lose. Yes. Um, North South Pod not bringing good luck to. I think, bro. I think I'm I'm gonna try to come home in August. And they have the Twins at home in the middle of August. They're on a long homestand in August. They have starting on the fourth, then the Nationals, then the Twins. Maybe we can try to go to one of those games. Be fun. Then if I can come home, if I if I can come home, maybe we bring we bring the kid. We have podcast from ballpark <laughs> live. We t- we take over the <laughs> uh, the, the ninety four one uh, booth. Real shit. <laughs> They're like, break who the fuck are these dudes? <laughs> Don't worry about it. They're part timers. It's fine. Yeah, we're exactly. part timers. We're just we're just practicing. Um, cool, boys. Anything else we're missing? Nope. Well, then you know what that means. On this day in sports. On this day, May 15th. Oh, also, before we go, I would like to say, um, just before recording, Jacobs became an uncle again times two. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, brother. Uh, Twin girls were were born today. Um, My brother Morgan. Now has three, uh, three children, all girls under the age of two. Sheesh. So, um, yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> he has two, two new, uh, new babies though. They are a little premature. Um, we have McKinley and Bailey, but they're doing well. Had a little bit of breathing problems coming out because they are a little preemie. Um, they're on IVs, a little bit of caffeine to help their nervous systems, but overall. Great bill of health. When in doubt, pop a monster. But we, I, I don't think the baby's going to do that. Um, but that's just me. But yeah, so um, Uncle Jacobs, very excited. Uncle Rye. All right. Um, on this day, also, if you've heard any of these before, that means you're a real true listener. We had an on this day, on this day, once before. Fun fact. So on this day, in 1876, the second Kentucky Derby, Bobby Swim aboard Vargin, a vagrant, wins the Kentucky Derby. On this day in 1894, the 20th Kentucky Derby, Frankie Goodale aboard Champ wins. Oh, I get it. Bobby Swim is the guy's name. I'm an idiot. So, uh, vagrant wins and uh, Chant wins. Good talk. Um, on this day in 1906, New York Giants pitcher George Hooks 
Wits, uh, Wiltsy strikes out four Reds batters in one inning as catcher drops a third strike. Fun fact. Uh, on this day in 1918, Washington Senators pitcher Walter Johnson, fun fact, second most wins in Major League Baseball history, pitches a one nothing 18-inning game. They were built different back then. Yeah, I don't know about that one. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it's wild. On this day in 1919, the Brooklyn Dodgers scored 10 runs in the 13th inning to beat the Reds 10-0. No runs through 12. 10 in the 13th. On this day in 1926, the 52nd Kentucky Derby, bubbling over is your winner. On this day in 1938, Buck O'Neill makes his debut playing for the Negro League baseball team, the Kansas City Monarchs. On this day in 1941, Joe DiMaggio begins his 56-game hitting streak in a 13-1 Yankees loss. On this day in 1944, Cincinnati Reds, Clyde Schoon, no hits, the Boston Braves, 1-0. On this day in 1953, first world heavyweight title defense for Rocky Marciano, Knocks out former champion Jersey Joe Walcott in the first round at Chicago Stadium. On this day in 1965, the 90th Preakness, Ron Turcott is your jockey. Tom Rolfe wins the Preakness. That's a fun, uh, fun horse name, Tom Rolfe. On this day in 1973, California Angels Nolan Ryan throws his first ever no-hitter to beat the Royals 3-0. I'm pretty sure his last no-hitter was in like the 90s, by the way. It's like 20 years later. It's insane. Um, Where am I at? On this day in 2004, very special horse wins the Preakness 129th. Smarty Jones. Oh, legend. Philly zone, yeah. Almost the Triple Crown winner. On this day in 2011, the PGA Players' Championship TPC at Sawgrass. KJ Choi defeats David Toms on the first hole of a sudden death playoff. On this day in 2016, another PGA Players Championship, TPC Sawgrass. The world number one and reigning PGA champion, Jason Day, leads wire to wire and wins by four strokes against Kevin Chappelle. And on this day, one year ago today, the uh, the Pirates, the Buckos, win one nothing over the Cincinnati Reds. Fun fact: the Pirates were no hit in that game and still won one nothing. Happy birthday to Madman himself, George Brett. Don't break your bat, George, or you'll uh, scream when uh, there's too much pine tar on it. Happy birthday to Dan Patrick of the Dan Patrick Show, formerly ESPN as well. Happy birthday to John Smoltz, one of the best pitchers of our, well, probably a little before our generation, but absolutely incredible. Great analyst, too, for Fox, if I say so myself. Happy birthday to the NFL rushing leader, Dallas Cowboy legend, Emmett Smith. Where do you go to college? Good question. I don't know this one. It'd be the University of Florida. Mm-hmm the answer on that one uh happy birthday to former heisman winner out of the university of michigan desmond howard actually a super bowl mvp 
for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> happy birthday to AJ Hinch, former manager of the Cheaters, the Astros. Is he still in Detroit too? I think so. I think he's yes. still manager of the Tigers too. Yeah. Happy birthday to I didn't do it, Ray Lewis. <laughs> Innocent. Ah, uh, sure. Happy birthday to the best quarterback in the 1998 draft, Ryan Leaf. Yikes. <laughs> that's silence. Yeah, that's a rough one. <laughs> Happy birthday to Zanelli. You'll remember this name. World Series champion in 03 with the Marlins, Josh Beckett. Oh, my God. Also, no hit the Phillies when he was on the Dodgers, fun fact, on a Sunday afternoon. Happy birthday to former MVP of the Minnesota Twins, Justin Morneau. He was an MVP? Stop. He, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, dude, him and Joe Mauer were nasty together. <laughs> Happy birthday to Andy Murray, two-time Wimbledon champion, two-time gold medalist. And happy birthday to the legend himself, Ersan Ilyasova. Oh, my God. I miss that man. Him and Bellinelli, dude. Oh, my goodness. Bellinelli. That team was broken in 2K, by the way. Ben couldn't be stopped. You just throw an oop to Joel. Then you had Covington on the outside. Sharp was good in that game. Bellinelli and Ilyasova. That team was so good. Quick thing about Justin Morneau, just because I was curious at how good he was. Yeah. Um, four-time All-Star, one-time MVP, two-time Silver Slugger, and then out of nowhere, even after he received all those accolades before, like six years later, won an NL batting title randomly. Well, he got hurt for a while. Yeah. He, he dealt with concussions for a while. It kind of like derailed his career. And then uh, I believe he won that with the Pirates, right, or the Rockies. Uh, the Rockies. Yes. You played for both, I do believe. Yes. So, cool. All right, boys. That about does it. Um, Zanelli, any final thoughts? Um, just a personal announcement. Uh, today marks four months of sober from gambling for me today. Good job, buddy. So this is a great, it's a great day to record the pod. I stayed true to my word. And it it I'm really reflecting in a good way. This is great. Is this I, good? This 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 good. This is very nice. <laughs> uh, the shorts. Final thoughts. Great to be back for another episode. Uh, Sixers. Wow. All right. But Phillies are you know looking looking to play good basketball. And the draft lottery is coming up. NHL playoffs are still going on, and so are NBA playoffs. And school is coming to a close. I uh, I have about 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 30 days left. Oh yeah. Oh, what was I going to ask you? Um oh, now that the uh, the Devils are out, are you going to root for the Canes? Um I got to root for the Kraken. Okay, out of the East, you root for the Canes? Who do they play? They play Florida? Yeah, the Panthers. We don't. Come on. Yeah, but Florida's fun. Florida beat Boston. Nice. No, why, do you, why, why do you? Why do you? hate me? I don't hate you. <laughs> why do you hate me? Um, Jacob's final thoughts. Like I said, I'm an uncle again. 
Um, I swear to God, I'm going to have like 30 nieces and nephews by the time that my whole family's done. Um, yeah. That's when you give everybody else 30 nieces and nephews. I'm not going to have 30 kids. I'm not, I'm not Philip Rivers. Um, wow. Dude, that's not even Philip Rivers. No, that's uh, the Duggars. <laughs> the Duggars. Um, final thoughts. Um, if you're having heartburn, eat some Tums. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just looked at some Tums and I just, I don't really have a final thought for this one. Cocaine's. And for Logan, go Stars, even though they may have lost by the time this episode comes out. So, that'd be fun. Um, final thoughts? I'm going to go eat some dinner. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, no school tomorrow. Yeah, I have I have such a long week at work. It's but no school tomorrow. Week. Okay. Yeah. You don't either? Me? Yeah. No. I don't either. Election day. I believe Philadelphia is getting a new mayor soon. No more Mayor Kenny? No. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, I think that about wraps us up. Another episode of the North South Podcast. Check us out on our socials, even though we don't post, and I say it every week. Um, and, I posted uh, on Facebook today. What's up? I posted on Facebook today. Uh, for the pod? Yeah. I didn't I said, see it. That's, I that's said, cool. keep an eye out Wednesday. North South podcast will be taking, we'll be talking juicy topics revolving the Sixers and their future. You won't want to miss this. Oh, keep an eye out on Thursday. I'm probably not going to be able to edit until Wednesday. I will edit the post right now. As I could try to edit it now, but like I'm tired. Um, yeah, sorry, boss man. Um, I, I'm, I'm working a double. Like I, I got to work my normal job tomorrow, and then I have to go to a catering event. So I won't, I'm going to be late. Um, yeah, check us out on the socials. And um, be sure to give us a listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tell you all your friends and family. And um, happy to give you another episode of the pod. So for the shorts and Frizzinelli, this is Jacobs. Once again, signing off. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Go heat. Deuces.